I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Danielle McCartney, Sports Radio 1019 FM, the fan, WFAN. Good Sunday evening here, New York sports fans. I'm Danielle McCartney. Danielle at dinner time on this Sunday fun day. The super utility around here, and I'll be talking all things New York sports with you right up till 9 p.m. here in New York City and beyond. And whatever you're doing at the moment, I appreciate you tuning into this show right now throughout the next couple of hours, whether that be on your car radio, streaming from WFN.com, or on our free Odyssey app. And we are here in the Big Apple. And Paul Rosenberg and I are coming to you live from the Mike Francesa studio here in lower Manhattan. Especially if you're coming home from the Yankee game, give me a call, 877-337-6666. Stuck in that traffic, getting back on that George Washington Bridge. I feel you. Taking your calls right here in this first segment. Get aboard. Uh, By the way, some non-Yankee news. Aaron Rodgers is set to play in his first preseason game since 2018 against the Giants. Jets, Giants, I think it's Saturday night, right? Uh, And that tells me one thing, that the offensive line will be set by then. But that's for a little bit later. We are coming off the Yankees game. And uh, listen, the Yankees now have an eight-game losing streak. It's it's the longest losing streak in 28 years. Get your brooms out. Boston completed the weekend sweep of the New York Yankees this weekend. 1995 was the last time that this team lost this many games in a row. I was seven years old. And it's days like today that I will repeat something that, that I've already advocated for multiple times. Umpires should have to give post-game Press conferences on a day like today where there was that call at the plate that changed the outcome of this game. It was challenged not once, but it was challenged twice from both different teams. On a day like today, I would like to see Junior Valenti or Valentine, Junior Valentine, is that his name? Junior Valentine kind of with his feet held to the fire there. Let him be the mouthpiece for the league in that scenario. What did you see initially that made you call Isaiah Kiner-Falefa safe at home? Then what was the, the, the difference that the league came in and told you what reversed it? Like, that, that's, that should be required. You'd have to explain that overturn. And if you didn't see it, here's what happened. It was the bottom of the eighth, obviously a crucial point in the game. Two outs. And Anthony Volpe roped one to left field. But, and I I was like, oh, finally, they're finally playing some, not exactly small ball, but Isaiah Conifleffer, he was on first base. He was in motion on the release. It was a definite hit and run that was on there. So Volpe ropes one to left. Conifleffer was already around in second base pretty much. The Red Sox left fielder, old former Yankee left fielder, or outfielder at least, or utility guy, Rob Refsnyder, he slipped and fell. Literally, his feet went out from underneath him, slipped and fell while fielding it. Of course, Rojas, who Rojas is the third base coach in the Yankees, Luis Rojas sent Isaiah Kiner-Falefa home, and it was a good send, 
definitely, I would co-sign it. I would have done the same thing. And then there was the, the this 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 play to play. Or originally, Junior Valent- Valentine. I keep calling him Valenti. Junior Valentine called Kiner Falefa safe. Boston challenged it, but the original call is important. Obviously, football fans kind of know that too, because in my unbiased opinion. There was not enough evidence, even on the frame-by-frame replay, to overturn that call. I thought Isaiah Conner-Falefa was safe. Michael Kay thought he was safe. Paul O'Neill thought he was safe. And the more I look at it, I still believe it. But this, again, is why umpires should have to address things like this after the game. And then Isaiah Conner-Falefa said, after the game, it's a quote. He said, I didn't think they had enough to overturn it. On the big screen, I definitely think they didn't have enough to overturn it. I mean, this was the bottom of the eighth inning. And it, it overturned to be the final out of that half an inning. So, really, it really should have been the go-ahead run for the New York Yankees. The score should have been 6-5. And as it played out, ultimately, headed to extra innings. That's how that happened. But by the way, if you missed it, if you go, I, I a lot of you on Twitter, I asked, and, and you lis- listeners are fantastic, asked and you may receive. Um, it was sent to me. I retweeted it, and you can go ahead and watch it I'm on my feed, so you don't have to go looking for it, at Coach M-C-C-A-R-T-A-N. But, I mean, this is the bottom of the eighth inning, and it was overturned to be the final out. And, and again, really, it should have been the go-ahead run for the Yankees. Then part two of the play was this. The Yankees then challenged it, citing the fact that Wong, the catcher, was blocking the running lane. And he definitely was not. And if you want me to read you the actual rule, I can, but it's wordy. Essentially, the rule is this. Did the catcher give the runner a proper running lane or not? Yes, he did. And it came out a few years ago. It trickled down to the league in which I coach, even for softball. Wong was in the perfect position. It was the throw that took him to the baseline and into the running lane. So there was no chance that the Yankees were going to win that challenge. And I understood why they had to challenge it pretty much, but there was no reason why they you know, they were going to win it immediately. I was like, all right, what are they doing here? And Boone said after the game, quote, I couldn't really tell. I wasn't sure. I haven't looked at it fully. So I'm sure they have evidence that he got him before he got to the plate. Hmm. I mean, it's not really the answer I was looking for from the manager. Is that a defeated manager we're hearing? I mean, that's not the fiery manager I'm used to seeing his treatment of the umpires, if you ask me. And, by the way, I loved the argument with the home plate umpire that Aaron Judge had after he struck out looking. It was a borderline call for sure. But I love seeing that from him, for a guy who never really does that. But what I didn't love seeing from him was the fact that he let that ball go by him. It was close enough. I mean, if it's close, you got to swing at it with two strikes. That's the old two-strike approach, isn't it? You got Rortvet and Bowers hitting behind you. There is no protection, Aaron Judge. You have to be the guy up there swinging at that. Anything close. You are the offense. You cannot leave it up to them. And for what it's worth, I am tired of seeing Clay Holmes in high leverage situations. Prioritize an actual closer this season. Move him to a setup role. Enough. So ultimately, this team could not get it done at the plate. And two points on this, situational hitting still escapes this team. No more obvious than in the bottom of the ninth inning. Leadoff double by Allen, hit by pitch by LeMahieu. First and second, no outs. Yankees can't scratch across the game-tying run. Judge and Torres swinging from their heels. 
trying to win the game with one swing, and it's just a really bad plan. And both of them, strikeouts, no surprise. And you got Ben Rortvet hitting 0-98 on the season to save the game. Come on. And my, why was Jake Bowers hitting cleanup today? Like, which computer program spit that data out? Use your brains. Use this eight-game losing streak. He is 0 for 18 with 11 strikeouts. Make it make sense. Tell me how, in which world, this man should even be in the lineup, never mind hitting fourth in it. Why am I getting angry about this? Yankees are so far out of it. They've so far done. I don't know. Maybe you know. Maybe you know this, the, the the binary code why Jake Bowers was hitting cleanup today. I don't know. Give me a call eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. They didn't come out flat, that's for sure. But still, the same result. Another loss, eight in a row. They've lost eight of nine to the Boston Red Sox on the season so far. This season is done. Stick a fork in it. At least the forty four thousand people that showed up stayed to the end, huh? They saw a competitive game. Good for you. If you're on your way home, again, give me a call. 877-337-6666. I'm Daniel McCartan with you on The Fan. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Subscribe to AtBat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.